0: Welcome to an episode of Disability Inclusion Insights on the AbilityNet podcast. I am your host, Lizzie Green, Digital Inclusion Consultant at AbilityNet. By providing training, support and resources, we want to help address the disability employment gap and support workplaces to become more accessible and inclusive for all. Join me and my co-host and colleague Adam Tweed on this series where we interview leaders in the workplace disability inclusion from across industries and around the world. You can download a transcript of the session from the AbilityNet website at www.abilitynet.org.uk slash podcast. Sit back, grab your favourite beverage and let's get started. Welcome everybody to another episode of Disability Inclusion Insights. Uh, My name is Lizzie Green. I am the Digital Inclusion Consultant at AbilityNet. I am joined once again by my colleague Adam Tweed. And we are absolutely delighted today to be joined by Rosa Salamoni. Rosa is the Process Manager for SAP Procurement at Boots UK. So welcome Rosa, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, So we always kick off our podcast, Rosa, by asking our guest what um, hot or cold beverage you have chosen for the podcast today, which is normally followed by myself and Adam telling you (laughs) that we're drinking exactly the same thing that we drink every podcast. So what (laughs) what have you chosen
1: today? Well, I have chosen a chai tea. And I go, I start to become really fond of it since my trip to India. And a very good friend of mine, which is Indian, she's been trying to, um, you know, involve me in drinking chai tea. And I always say, no, no, no. And then we went on this trip together. And then now, I cannot have a morning without my
0: chai tea. <laughs> oh, amazing. That sounds great. I've always been meaning to try chai tea, but I'm, you know, English through and through, and I can't seem to get off my just, you know, <laughs> standard English black tea, <laughs> preferably from Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds good. Yes. And Adam.
2: Um, yeah I'm I'm on the coffee I'm coffee. grinding my <laughs> own beans and uh, it's Japanese coffee I I'm expanding my my kind of uh, palate so oh, yeah okay. the, the best i've found so far is Japanese ushima it's called
0: very nice. That, that that will be what I ask you on the podcast from now on, where's the coffee from? Because I know it's always <laughs> going to be coffee. Okay, so um, Rosie, could you start by telling us a little bit about yourself, um, your job role, a bit about what you do at Boots UK and what Boots are doing?
1: Yeah, sure. So first of all, Hi to everybody. I'm very honored to be in the podcast because I didn't get the chance to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Earlier, I was too excited about my chiety. So, as Lizzie already introduced me, I'm Rosa Salomon. I am a white woman of an average build. I have brown, short, curly hair and I wear glasses. And today, I'm wearing a purple top. I am originally from Italy, as you may have guessed from accent. Um, but have spent pretty much fifty percent of my life living here in the u k Also you may not think so from accent again <laughs> um, I have a bachelor degree in business and Spanish, and throughout my life have volunteered for charities in school. Um, to support children with additional needs, and um, specifically one of my last roles as Copted school governor, um, I was responsible and I was the main link um, with the SENCOs so anything to do with the SENCO provision, I was supporting with. I am currently working at Bootsy UK as a process manager, as already mentioned by Lizzie, um, I also used to be the chair of the disability, disability business resource group here within Boots, um, which um, started after three months. It started. I stepped in and pretty much kind of started from the the scratch with this with this wonderful group, um, which has been absolutely amazing here at Boots. And then for those who don't know Boots, Boots is a healthcare and retail company that offer a wide range of services, such as vaccination and also products, including over-the-counter medication, prescriptions, medication, and health and beauty products, skincare, cosmetics, toiletry, and more. Literally, (laughs) we sell everything. (laughs) (laughs) And um, we have an extensive retail presence across the UK as well online, uh, an online online store and also internationally.
0: Fantastic, thank you. Um, So I'd like to ask you why you think it's important to employ disabled people um, and ask you if there's anything that Boots is involved with um, around disability inclusion that you can tell us about.
1: Sure, so why is important? That is quite a big question actually. (laughs) Where to start from? Well, they, because, you know, empl- um, employing disabled people promote inclusion diversity, provide equal opportunities and non-discrimination, because disabled people represent a diverse talent pool and often they're quite innovative um, because they are resilient. They are some kind of warriors. That's why I kind of find them um, because they represent our community and customers, because they enrich our knowledge and value. I mean, literally the list is endless and, and here everything I've said, talking from our personal experience where I have um, close family members who also have a disability. So when I say these things, I mean, not only from a work point of view, but also I have seen this firsthand. And in terms of um, what Boots does so we are involved with kind of different initiatives so number one we are a disabled confident employer Boots has been I think this is now the second year where is the health and beauty partner for Purple tuesday Um, one about to show the commitment the volume the involvement one of our director which is also the sponsor of the disability business resource group has also been appointed as a retail ambassador for disability and access by the minister the minister for disability people which is Chloe smith mp and um we also have engaged with different partnership one of which with the royal pharmaceutical society with whom we have worked on a different event and different things and there was one specifically where we meet up with the Scottish MP with Scottish parliament with one of the MP where Boots represented what can an employer actually do to support people with disability how to retain how to recruit and so on so just just, just a few of the things we involved
0: with Oh, yeah, not much going on.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think it was it was really interesting what you were saying there about um, why it's important and having a a diverse staff because it represents your customer base as well. And I mean, we do lots of these and and we hear from people from different um, different industries. And I think for for somebody in retail, it's it's really kind of within that retail industry. um, It's really, really crucial that your staff represents your customers as well, that you you don't fall into those traps where you are assuming that everything you do um, is based on your assumptions about your audience. You've actually got people who are employed uh, with you who can point out you know hang on a second this is not inclusive this doesn't work for me uh that sort of thing so i I just wanted to highlight i think it's really interesting to have somebody say that you know we have a staff that represents our customer base as well
1: yeah, and we have done lots around that as well, Adam, which and hopefully I can tell you a little bit more as, as we carry on with this, with podcasts, because the yeah. business resource group has been just the f- phenomenal. And the community who represent that group is made by people who have disabilities, An allies, or people like myself, where I got, you know, a family member that got disability. So the, you got, again, that first-hand experience. So, yes, yeah. it's, it, it's, truly, it, it's truly a nice, absolutely nice thing to have within a company.
2: Yeah,
0: mm. absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so yes, yeah, sounds like there's lots and things going on um, at Boots, and lots of things that you're involved with. But um, how important a role as disability inclusion played in the growth of the Boots that we know today? Do you think?
1: Okay, so I, as as I was mentioned just earlier, and with, with the bits already, with Adam said as well, uh, the contribution has been quite enormous, internally as well as externally. So, we we have lots of initiatives, but I will mention only a few here as I'm conscious of the time. <laughs> I can talk forever. So, internally, uh, as I mentioned, here, that via the use of the PAG and educational events, we've seen an increased awareness and a bigger ask from colleagues all across the business to say, hey, I need some help. I got colleague who got disability, how I can support that colleague? And people start to be more aware of um, non-visible disability. And I think one of the elements which we've found um, that's been quite big is around neurodiversity as well. Although we can debate about, is this a disability? It's not for, you know, we've been encapsulated that all together, and that has been quite a big drive internally. If I look externally, I mean, one of the big things is the uh, the introduction of ReSignMe accessibility toolbar on our website, which include things such as text to speech, translation, font size, another like feature, enab- enab- another feature enabling customers to really create a truly customizable, inclusive shopping experience. And I say this is quite a big one because it is specifically important as Boots was the first retail in the UK to introduce such accessibility toolbar. And then the next one is the Alzheimer's Society Dimension Friend Program supporting customers with non-visible disability. That again, we you know Boots ask kind start to do. And then the one. I think the last one I wanna kind of share with you is one that proved the full is a great example of integrated disability inclusion in action, where members of the business resource group who have a disability contributed in shaping a more accessible store of layout as part of our beauty reinvention program that looked at revamping our beauty hall. So we have launched um I think we the first wave was around sixty. 60 stores but obviously the program is ongoing and it was amazing we have just had a mod store here in in the head office and we went in exactly and we discussed about all oh, that is too high People came in the, you know, with the wheelchair scooter, tried to move, navigate around. And it was a truly amazing experience. And and you know, even the writing, well, how far you can see, the colour. So yeah, for me, I think that probably was one of my highlights in terms of the disability inclusion that played in the growth of boots, as as you guys see
0: today, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Again, loads going on at Boots, definitely.
2: Yeah, I think, um, again, to go back to something you said around neurodiversity, neurodivergence and the fact that there are people who choose not to see it as a disability, who don't identify themselves as having a disability because they're neurodivergent. Um, And I think from our perspective uh, and the work that we do, it's really important to be creating inclusive environments because they don't need people to... um, identify as disabled in order to benefit from the sorts of um, kind of considerations that you put in place. And it should be that we are creating these environments that flex according to <laughs> people's need, that don't require anybody to to kind of share or uh, disclose or ask for additional things. So yeah, it's, it's really nice to to kind of hear that. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And you mentioning awareness as well was also a key thing and, you know, that your colleagues now have an awareness of things that other colleagues need or that, that, that your customers might need. Because, yeah, awareness is a huge, huge part of it, definitely. So. Fantastic. So you've got so much going on, um, Verizon, and you're doing so many things at Boots. Um, Have you faced any barriers when you've been planning or implementing any of these changes and improvements? Um, If so, what have those barriers been and how do you think your organisation and the people at Boots have started to try and overcome those things? Okay, I
1: think I think one, I would say one probably on the ongoing barrier has been um, to reach out to all our stock colleagues spread across our uk states we have over two thousand stores and as you can imagine some of them they are in the remote part of the countries uh, so reaching out to those people have been quite challenging uh, because again you know the amount of employee you have so when you put something in place it could be quite tricky to make sure everybody actually knows and see. But the business has been great. has been supporting um, with using any comms channels available to us, and we have a lot of them. <laughs> um, by, they've been supported by sharing the message and initiative in different communication formats. So we've got some reading, we got video, we got quick um, like, th- different things that we put together on different um, sites and channels. Um, we've been using policy to refer to the different initiative again that they are available for colleagues. So I think probably that is the main the main really thing. And to be honest, apart from that, have not really faced any other barrier. I think what I've come across are people who actually want to make a difference. But um, what have realised that is that some of the things we stumble across are not due to lack of willingness lack of knowledge and boots are sure to be really committed in spreading that knowledge and become a truly inclusive employer
0: absolutely yeah fantastic I think um I think you're right then I think no one ever intentionally sets out to do anything but it is just that lack of knowledge and understanding so knowing that yeah boots are really committed to that that knowledge is is fantastic and teaching um you know your staff and your employees um more is just going to help improve that knowledge and help the the knowledge of everybody because it's really important that everybody is involved across the organization and it certainly sounds that the Boots have got that in mind and you know they're very aware that they want all of their their staff to um to have that knowledge so that sounds fantastic
1: indeed Liz and 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 also we don't always get right there are times where we get wrong but it's okay I mean Boots has always been there anytime they got wrong they've been Right behind it to try to make it right, and for me, sometimes it will. This can be criticized. Criticized to say, "Oh, you've done it wrong." But for me, the fact that they're happy to correct where they go wrong speaks quite loudly.
2: Yeah, and I think there is always that risk that people worry so much about getting something wrong that they do nothing at all. uh <laughs> So it's it's really nice to, to, that you're highlighting that as well.
0: True. Um, So we've talked lots already, actually, I think we've covered most of these, but just if there's anything else that you want to touch on, are there any specific initiatives that you do have in place um, at Boots to to facilitate that inclusive, accessible working environment for all of the employees? You've talked about lots of stuff that you've got going on, so we've definitely touched on it. But if there was anything specific that you wanted to highlight.
1: There is more, Lizzie. It's never enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so just a few other
1: things. I guess um we got a we have we have a, literally so many initiatives, but just to name a few workplace adjustment process. I mean that is one of the key to retain your staff to make sure that the best of themselves. Um we have launched the colleague passport. Again, that was new to boards. And we've done that um, last year and it's been quite successful. We, as I mentioned about the Disability Business Resource Group, which is kind of like the driver amongst of this initiative. Uh, we have a change, we have an easy access car park, we have an accessible building in the head office. Again, the head office, we have quiet room If a colleague, found a bit, the environment too stressful, wants somewhere to go for a bit, they got a place. We have a, the Sunfl- Sunflower Lanyard Scheme across our store as well in our head office. Um, we have changed all our training internal and we have done them more in a more inclusive way. So, yeah, somewhat initiative, but we've got many, many more just running alongside. And as I say, the this Disability Business source Group has been the main driver of that.
2: Can I ask about the passport scheme that you you? talked about there, because I I don't know that everybody listening to this is going to be aware of of exactly what you mean by the the passport or the disability passport.
1: Sure. So the disability passport is actually a document, uh, if you want to call it a document, owned by the employer. And it helps to facilitate the initial conversation with their line manager regarding a disability, long medical condition, their care responsibilities. And we said this could be used by anybody if somebody is pregnant, that they need a little bit of adjustment or a little bit of change within their work environment. And that document that is belongs to the employee. They can Mm -hmm. share with whoever they want to. If they change the line manager or if they change role, they don't have to explain everything all over again. They can just take that document and just say, these are the things that have been put in place for me. And the beauty of it is that it does kind of illustrate what do I look like on a good day and what do I look like on a bad day. Right. again it's not prescriptive it doesn't you don't have to follow everything it's a template to put together just to help facilitating that conversation because on the we did an internal survey what the line lots of the line managers did say is like i don't know where to start yeah. i don't know if i said the wrong the wrong thing so we give that tool that can be used can be initiated by anybody and then with that, if anything extra need, this is when then you're gonna move into the workplace adjustment, where maybe a colleague need to order something specifically to basically uh, for the day to, to run their day-to-day job tasks and activities. Yeah. So that that's what the colleague passport is, and they can share with other colleagues, with other members, with anybody that knows them that they, they want they want them to know um, what they look like. So it's. Pretty much is open to them how they want to use the price there if they need to.
2: So, yeah, it's, it's a nice idea, that that idea that, you know, you've got somewhere to start as a line manager, but also as a disabled employee or um, somebody experiencing barriers. You're not having to constantly re-explain to people again and again and again and advocate for yourself that you just have to do this once. And then you're given something that says, look, we've done all that. Can we just move on to how I work best? So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Nice idea. But obviously, moving, moving more and more towards <laughs> inclusive environments, are, are kind of reducing that need, we we hope.
0: Indeed. Absolutely. So with so much going on um, at, at Boots, Rosa, and all the things that you've got going on, are there any areas that you still think you want to make improvements on for further inclusion for all of your employees?
1: Um, I think we definitely, I know we have done a lot, but we definitely have a lot more to do. But I think we are on the right track. The commitment is is in there, and I think for the past few years, the focus has been more inward, looking, in at raising awareness, um, making improvements where we possible. with you know, where where the gaps were. What can think can be changed? And I think very recently we've started to look more upwards. I think such attraction and recruitment and how to best serve our customers. So I think that is where, um, you know, the next step are. So we've done quite a lot internally. I think it's quite embedded now within the company. And now we can start to move a little bit away from that and look what else now externally. What can we do?
0: No, absolutely. It's definitely a journey, um we always say that we everyone is on a journey, and we're all at a different stage in that, but you're definitely heading in in the right direction and you've got you've done so many things already um but you know there is always things that we can continue to do, even ability as an organization you know we're aware that' we're on our own journey too, and there's always stuff that we can carry on doing <laughs> um so you know you're never quite there's never an end it's never ending um Because it's constantly changing as well, especially in the digital world that we are um, so firmly in now. And um, and yourselves, too, with Boots, you know, you have a huge online presence, too, as you mentioned. So Mm -hmm. that digital accessibility is forever changing with the digital world. So we're never going to be fully there, but um, (laughs) we're definitely all on the right road.
1: We're trying. We're trying hard.
2: (laughs) Progress over perfection.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Brilliant. Right. So my last question um, that we ask is using no more than 10 words, can you summarise one piece of advice or tip on what you've learnt since creating a disability inclusive workplace? So, so far from our guests, we've had one who was absolutely bang on 10 words and we've had one do it in four. So we'll see (laughs) See what you can come up with, Rosa. (laughs) Well, uh,
1: there is one that I I don't know I keep re- repeating all the time because I quite I quite love this one is the accessibility benefit broader the audience than intended inclusivity foster positive change and I think amazing. i have done in ten
0: words <laughs> amazing <laughs> yeah absolutely They're fantastic these these um these phrases that everybody's doing are so great we're gonna have to start um pretending that they're they're ours (laughs) 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 start stealing them for our own taglines but no that's fantastic yeah definitely sums it up um very very well so um that's great so that's the end of all of our questions so I would just like to say thank you so much um for joining us today Rosa um it's been a fantastic insight to all of the things that you've got going on at Boots, which is huge, which is lovely mm-hmm. to hear about. and um, Really, really nice to hear about everything that you've got going on. Um, Adam, have you got any final thoughts?
2: No uh, final thoughts from me other than just a, a huge thank you for for joining us and, and sharing your journey, your experiences and uh, your knowledge with us.
1: Well, thank you to you guys. As I say, it was an honour to be with you. I truly had fun doing this podcast <laughs> with you and enjoyed it. And, and I, I think I just want to close with one more thing. If whoever's listened to us and uh, anyone who's got this ability who may struggle and may think that actually the life has been very challenging, employers, not, you know they're not there, so on, please have faith because there are the people like myself that they're working there in the background to support that inclusivity and the community. You're not alone although sometimes probably feels that way. But please, please, please believe that there are people that are working there for you guys. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Rosa. I'm gonna go and try a chai tea now. You've convinced <laughs> you've convinced me with your intro that I need to try some chai tea. But thank you so much for, for joining us today.
1: You're very welcome.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of AbilityNet's podcast. If you're looking for workplace training, AbilityNet offer cost-effective online e-learning modules to help you become a digitally disability-inclusive workplace. Online modules include disability awareness, accessible workplace, accessible recruitment and more. Head to our website at www.abilitynet.org.uk slash workplace to find out more. Thanks again for tuning in and more discussions around disability inclusion will be coming soon.